0: All right. We are live with an instant reaction podcast. A little quick instant reaction podcast. Just your boy, Pat Lane, here today. Uh, Day one of Pat's camp in the books, and it was a good one. It was a good one. The Patriots did, uh, I thought, looked pretty darn good. Um, Ty Montgomery put on a show, as Thad Skywalker said in in the comments. He was great. He didn't run a ton uh, with the ones but I was very impressed, uh, with how he looked and Bailey's Abby found him quite a bit and he was kind of all over the field. So I really liked the way he looked. Um, they said that he switched to wide receiver that was made official today. He still was running out of the backfield as well. Um, and so, you know, I, I was happy to see that even though, you know, he was the only guy there. Um, He was technically a wide receiver running out of the backfield, so I was impressed by that. Uh, You know, look, it's day one, right? It's not – there were no pads. It was basically a walkthrough. I will say that the red zone, the 11-on-11 stuff in the red zone was fairly competitive. You know, obviously there's no hitting, there's no blocking, there's no nothing, but it was still pretty competitive, right? The guys were going at it. um, When the offense scored a touchdown, they were excited about it. When the defense – like Kyle Duggar had a pick uh, on Mac Jones's first attempt. He um, made a nice play on it. And, and, you know, when that happened, of course, the defense was pumped, right? Marcus Jones had a really nice pass breakup against Ty Montgomery. Uh, I believe it was against Zappi in the back corner of the end zone. That was a nice play. Defense was pumped about that one too. So um, overall, they look good. I mean, my biggest takeaway was that Ty Montgomery really kind of showed out today. Uh, I was impressed at how good he looked. Um and so, you know, look, that wasn't against the ones. It wasn't with pads on. It was the first day of practice. So, there's a long way to go, but Ty Montgomery looks like that guy that might be the guy catching passes out of the backfield. Um, you know, and working a little bit in the slot, too. So, um I was impressed with that. He also had a really nice catch. Um I think Mapu was in coverage and a really nice catch on Mapu uh, in coverage for a touchdown. So, you know, that was that was good to me. Now what I saw where a few things uh, defensively on the on the defense side of the football. The first team defense did not include Marcus Jones. It did not include Jack Jones. It did not include Christian Barmore. Um, and so you know, I, I don't know what that means. It probably doesn't mean anything. But you know, the two starting outside corners were Christian Gonzalez and John Jones, and then the slot corner was Miles Bryant again, uh, who actually had a nice uh, nice pass breakup on. I think it was Taequann Thornton had him just a completely uh, blanketed in the back corner of the end zone. So, you know, Miles Bryant looked pretty good out there again, first day of camp, right? Like let's not get over, uh, let's not get over excited about it, but he looked pretty good. Um, along the, on, along the offensive line, Mike on when obviously wasn't there, Bill Murray was, got the starting nod, but then guys were in and out, kind of playing in different roles there. I saw some Chasen Hines in there. I saw some guys like that. So Hines didn't with the first team, but you get the idea, right? Jake Andrews was the number two center when they were in team. Um, but, you know, Cody Russi was, you know, snapping the ball as well. So there were guys out there. Look, as I said, the first day. One thing I can tell you is that Andrew Stuber, whew, wow did not look good. He looked really bad uh, at left tackle. And again, there's no pads, so there's no hitting. So, that, you know, maybe he's a physical guy and the physicality wasn't there and so on and so forth. I, You know, I don't know. But just from day one watching him, I'm like, this guy, man, it wasn't good. So uh, he was at left tackle the, on the second team, and it was bad. Uh, it was really bad. So, uh, City, so uh, City So, I'm sorry, worked, um, worked at right tackle on the second team. He looked pretty good, I thought you know, I don't know, but I, I thought he looked pretty good. So, um, you know, maybe not a ton that we can see from there. Um, but you know, it was good to see the guys out there again. They were excited to be there. The fans were pumped to be there. Um, it was hot as it usually is. These first few weeks uh, of training camp it was real hot. Everyone just baking in the sun and fans were out there and they were excited about it. And, you know, uh, the wide receivers were, you know, were giving it to, to, to the fans and, Matthew Judon was out there ahead of time, throwing the ball around uh and started in the end zone, like on the hill there, and then made his way all the way down the stands on the sideline until they blew the whistle for the start of camp. And then of, of course he ran over there uh to do warmups. But, you know, it was it was fun. It was a fun time being out there. It's always good. Juju is a guy that's really liked by the by the crowd. Kendrick Bourne al- always obviously brings the energy and is excited. And, uh, and Devontae Parker too, kind of same thing. So it was, it was fun to see. And again, what we take away from this isn't necessarily who's making plays, but it is kind of where are guys, what are they doing? Right. They went to kick, they went to field goal. Chad Ryan was nowhere to be found. Now. I don't think that that's, I think that's pretty intentional. I think it's like, Hey, Nick Folk is the guy and, you know, and we drafted this guy and he's probably going to end up taking the job, but we're not just going to give it to you. I will say though, on the first team kicking unit, it was not Coleus Waitland, Waitman that was that was holding. All right, it was Bryce Barringer. So it seems like that is not a competition uh, that Bryce Barringer is going to be the Patriots' starting punter this year. Um, and again, they traded up for Chad Rowland in the fourth round. Uh, something catastrophic would have to happen for him to not be their starting kicker this year. But I do think. He, they respect Folk a lot. He's been here for a long time. Well, he's been here a decent amount of time. He's been in the league for a long time. So you just kind of pay him his, his respect and say, you know what? We're not going to kick you out right away, buddy. You kind of get to kick the majority of the time, and then and then Ryland will do it. Ryland was the first guy out there about an hour before practice getting his kicks and, and things like that. So, um, you know, the big thing for me, I, I, what I loved to see was Mac Jones and his leadership on the field just the way that he commands the huddle, the way that he commands the team. And there were two things in particular that stuck out to me. One of them was after a touchdown. And I think, I think it was the Hunter Henry. I believe it was the Hunter Henry touchdown. Uh, Henry came across the back corner of the end zone going to uh, away, um, away from the, uh, from the the end line, I'm sorry, from the sideline towards the middle of the field and caught a nice sliding pass in front of Christian Gonzalez, which I liked. Um, But what I really liked seeing, okay, what I really liked seeing was they're celebrating and, you know, Cole Strange is in there and they're, you know, bumping chests and they're doing all this stuff. And, you know, they're celebrating and getting the fans going and stuff. And Mac is in the huddle already. And he's like, hey. Get in the auto, let's go. He was like, let's go. We got to run another play, right? So as excited as they were, and everyone was excited, obviously. But what I like about that was showing the leadership of, yeah, it was a nice play. It's a freaking walkthrough, guys. Like, we got to run more plays here. Let's go. So I like to see that quite a bit. Um, I was happy to see that. And so so we'll see. But I, I, I thought that that was really good. The other thing at the end of practice was they ran sprints and they ran uh, skill position players and then offensive linemen on the far field, and Mac Jones, pretty consistently, and he didn't win every single one of them, but pretty consistently was winning the sprints. Now, clearly, he's not the fastest guy on the field. Obviously, we understand that, but what he's doing is busting his ass on every single sprint, right? And it seems kind of stupid in sophomore, and whatever, but like to me that's a leader right there that's like no no we're not we're not dogging it we're not taking plays off we're not we're doing everything that we can every second of practice to get better and that was just something that stuck out to me right and it almost like miles bryant for a few times kind of smoked him and then you know miles bryant kind of finished because they were running up and back so miles bryant kind of finished first and then come back and he kind of dogged it you could see mac like busting it to try to beat him and ended up beating him and so you know it's just it's stuff like that. And it's not big. They're not big things, but it's that those leadership things that I think are so important that sometimes go unnoticed. Um, and so uh, I was happy to see that there was no quarterback controversy. Mac was by, was the number one guy. Zappy went in with the twos. He didn't go in with the ones. They brought the first team offense out. They put the second team offense in. right? That's what happened. So, there's no quarterback controversy here, right? So, um, you know, when Double Dare says, you know, that that people will only hear about Max first uh, first throw. And look, I know, right? It is. It's too bad, right, that the first throw was an interception. But it's also kind of Dugger. He made a nice play on the ball, right? And so we have to kind of keep those expectations, right? And and you're right. Not get lost in that kind of shuffle where it's like, oh, he threw an interception on the first play, and it's like, yes, we know, but like. Reining in a little bit, right? He's doing well. And I think, I think he has matured a little bit and he's, he's taking on that leadership role. uh, Like I said, and I think that that's, that's really, really good news for the Patriots moving forward. So, and again, it's day one of practice. So we're trying to like find things that are there because it's basically a glorified walkthrough. Um, But it's still good to see the guys out there again, right? And, you know, in front of the crowd and the crowd was excited for it and they were ready to be there. And so, I liked I liked seeing that quite a bit. Um, you know, that was good. And, and and by the way, I'm not making excuses for Mac. Did he look great? No. The offense didn't look great today. But if you looked at the first team offense compared to the second team offense compared to the third team offense, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Mac looked far superior to Zappi and McSully today, and it was it wasn't even it wasn't even close. And so, of course, He needs to be better, and he needs to to do things better than he did last year for sure. But if you were watching practice today, there was no doubt as to who the number one quarterback was, right? And so I think that that's kind of one of those things. And at this point in the season, the offense is always behind the defense, always, every single time, right? And so – You know, that's one of those things for me that it's like the offense is going to take a little bit of time getting going, but they didn't look like they did last year. Last year, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They had no idea what was going on out there, and it looked like a disjointed mess. It didn't look like that today, which is good. That's a good first step. That's like, hey, we didn't look as bad as we did last year on the first day of practice, and really the first week of practice was a disaster. It looked better than that this year, which is good. That's already a good sign moving forward. And then we'll see where it goes from there, right? And so there's a long way to go. Anyone that takes, you know, that that runs out of today um, and says, "Oh, there's this and this and this," no. But I think that it's a good sign. And uh, Dark Blue Gold, happy birthday! It's pretty exciting. Uh, and one day you should come to practice on July 26th. That'd be pretty cool. So, um, and uh, and today's my actually my 15 year anniversary. So how about that? It's a good day all around. Um, I you know what I hadn't heard of, about the banjo coverage, so I went to look that up. Um, but I was very I was impressed with Christian Gonzalez. I know Gonzalez got beat for a touchdown um, by Hunter Henry, but he showed some real high football IQ. And Evan Lazar pointed out that he kind of he he let some things go. Um, he let kind of some plays go and some and just made some nice plays. I, I'm I'm failing to to paint the picture for you. But he showed some real good football IQ out there, knows what he's doing, seems as though he knows what he's doing, right? And so it's good to see him out there, right? And him and John Jones and Jack Jones, uh, like hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Jack Jones and Marcus Jones and, you know, Miles Bryant at times, I think they're going to have a formidable secondary. And you throw in Duggar and you throw in Peppers and you throw in Phillips and you throw in, you know, Marte Mapu, who was good in coverage. I mean, again, like I said, Ty Montgomery had a really good game, really good day today, and made a really nice catch over Mapu. But Mapu had great coverage on him, and it's just a veteran play, Montgomery making, you know, snatching the ball out of the air and making the catch. So, you know, I think that there are there are some good takeaways from today. But again, it's day one; it's a glorified walkthrough. Like you know, the Patriots. is not like oh my god, they look a million times better than they did. No, but there's progress from where they were last year. And I think that that it's big, it's big. So, so I'm happy with that. Um, you know, and again, it's, it's for me, I'm just excited that it's, that it's football season again. Right. And hopefully that's, that's how you guys are feeling as well. Uh, long way to go, but there's practice today. There's practice tomorrow. So I'll be at practice tomorrow and I'll be doing another one of these instant reactions tomorrow as well. Um, and so, and so we'll see. Right. And then um, Friday, I will not be at practice. Sunday, I might be, although I'm not 100% sure on Sunday. But either way, um, either way, we have um, we have today, tomorrow, Friday, and then Sunday. I believe, based on what Mike, Mike Reese was saying, that he thinks they're going to be in pads on Monday. What that tells me is that they're probably going to practice on Monday, I would think. Not 100% sure on that, but I would think they're going to practice on Monday. They will have their in-stadium practice August 4th, which is next Friday, uh, a week from this upcoming Friday. That is typically a walkthrough, although I feel like last year, was it last year or two years ago, that they were in like shells. So uh, I was happy to see that. That was good. Um, And so, you know, and so we'll see what happens. But I think that – I think it was progress today. I was happy to see some guys out there – pretty much everyone was out there. The only one that wasn't out there, which I thought was interesting was Kyle, Calvin Anderson. There was one of the guy uh, that was NFI. And I can't remember the name um, it's escaping me at this point, but Calvin Anderson, for me, I was surprised at Anderson, not being out there. NFI to me typically means that he failed a physical or failed um, the conditioning test, which is like, you're trying to make the roster, man. Like I, and Riley reef was fine out there at right tackle, but You're trying to make the roster, and you're going to fail your conditioning test. You know, and I don't know if that's what happened or not. But like, you know, I don't know why he's not there. I'm not sure. But regardless, I'm hoping to see Calvin Anderson get on the field as well Um, because you know we'll see what happens with Riley Reef at at, at right tackle. He got beat a few times by Josh Uche, but like, it's also tough when you don't have pads on and you can't really get into those guys. So speed guys like Uche dominate on days like today because it's just like because it's just not. There's nothing you can do. You can't, like, put your body into him and knock him on the ground because you don't have pads on. So we'll, we'll, I'll withhold judgment too much except on Andrew Stuber uh, on the rest of the offensive line, and then we'll kind of see where it goes. So so, anyways, that's what I got. That's what I got today. It was, a, it was an interesting day of practice. It was just good to see the guys out there again, right? And there's a few takeaways. And, again, I think don't be surprised now. Don't be surprised if Ty Montgomery starts moving up that depth chart a little bit and is all of a sudden running with the ones coming out of the backfield, catching passes, things like that. So um, that wouldn't necessarily surprise me. So, but overall pretty good day. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll, we'll see a few, a few more things in the coming days. Um, but a decent day all around. And honestly, it's just, it's football season. It's football season. That's all we care about. Like, thank God football's here. Again, it means the summer's coming to an end and, and um, you know, and school's gonna start again soon, but it doesn't matter. Football season is uh, is upon us, and that's a great thing. And oh, Thad, thank you for bringing that up. Before we leave, Macro did say that they had been in contact with Dalvin Cook, but don't forget now, the Dolphins had offered Dalvin Cook an, a a, um, a contract as well, and he had turned it down because he said it wasn't for it wasn't for enough money. It wasn't the money he was looking for. He may feel differently with the Patriots. He might say, this is a good opportunity to play for in new England. And I'll take, cause we know the Patriots aren't going to overpay for a running back. We know that. So, you know, will they sign Dalvin cook? They worked out Leonard Fournette. They worked out, you know, a few other running backs too. So is there a chance that they bring another running back in? I think absolutely there is a chance. Um, but I'm not looking at that saying, Oh, Dalvin cook's definitely coming here, but I think it's good that they've been in contact with him. And, you know, if, if, If it becomes a situation where he's willing to take a little bit less or maybe the Patriots are willing to give him a little bit more because they don't love what they've seen from some of their guys in camp, then there's a possibility that 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 deal gets done. But uh, nothing nothing immediate on the horizon, at least yet. So we'll see. But anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow, right around the same time, probably, doing the exact same thing after day two of Patriots camp. Have a great day, guys.